Hello friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministry, and we're getting ready to have Church on the Road. Hey, we're bringing a church to you right where you're at, in the cab. And we do it in a lot of different ways. We have a radio program, lonesomeroadradio.com. We have podcasts. We have CD ministry. We also have a telephone conference line. So log on to lonesomeroad.org for our podcast and to order some of our CDs. And if you'd like to listen in on our conference line, we get together every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Mountain Time, and 3 p.m. Pacific Time. Just dial this number, 727-731-5062. So buckle up and come right along with us. We're going to have church on the road. I'm driving when the sun goes down The hum of 18 wheels Lord, that's a lonely sound I spend all day Chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day I gotta see I gotta look around I got diesel smoke rolling From two chrome stacks My address is 408-414 A big blue Mac Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day that I die I said hey been out west for about three weeks, just running the coast, 
up and down. When I finally found me a load headed back east toward my hometown. It was a dark and stormy night when I got loaded down in LA. So I thought I'd head back east for a little ways before I took my break. My wife and kids and those 18 wheels were humming through my mind. The rain was coming down, lightning flashed, and I saw the shadow of a man. I hit my air brakes and came to a stop. He come running up to my cab from the back. I knew right then there was something different about this man in black. Sure nice of you to stop, mister, he said as I was shifting into high gear. My name is Red, Red Dragon, he said with a sly grin. Then he said something that made my blood run cold. Your family will be all right without you, Big Tom. This is gonna be your last run. We're fixing to have a really bad wreck just around the next bend. You see, my boss sent me to collect your soul. Oh, I got really nervous and started slowing my big rig down. My whole life flashed before me. I cried out, Jesus, Lord, please save my soul. I heard the thunder roll and a flash of light, and Jesus was all I saw. He had a crown of thorns with blood dripping from his finger. He pointed at me, and I heard him say, Little red dragon, you might as well tuck your tail and run, for this one belongs to me. The next thing I knew, I was sitting in a parking lot. The storm had passed, and God's sun was shining on my face. I said, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus, for your amazing grace. I picked up my cell phone and called my wife. I said, honey, you ain't gonna believe what happened to me last night. I saw the angel of death, and he said he'd come to take my soul. But I saw you praying, you were praying for me, and I cried out, Jesus, come into my life, please save my soul. I can't wait to get home, baby. I wanna tell everyone I know about this man called Jesus who just saved my soul. Well, drivers, fact or fiction, God only knows. The question is, do you have the faith that Big Tom showed? What if, what if it were you? Where would your run end? Heaven or hell? Eternity is just around the bend. All right, friends, we got a message for you on today's program from one of our chaplains here at Channel 21 Ministries, Lonesome Road Ministries. His name's Nathan Hudgens. He does an internet radio station called Pure Gospel. Uh, you got to check this out. They do, they do some great work down there, and Nathan's going to tell you all about it, and he's also got a message that God's laid on his heart for us today. So we're going to turn it over to Chaplain Nathan Hudgens. Uh, share what's on your heart there, Chaplain. All right, will do. Well, but first of all, I'd like to introduce myself. I'm Nathan Hudgens. I've I've uh, been saved since I was a 14-year-old boy, but that don't really mean a whole lot. You know how it is. You can After you get saved, you can do more sin than you did before you got saved. Amen. But uh, I'm very thankful that uh, the chaplain that used verse, uh, 1 John 1, 9 last week 
And, uh, you know, I live by that verse on a daily basis. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's not the scripture we're going to use tonight. But before I get into scripture, I'll just tell you a little bit about me. I've pastored two churches, been a truck driver, oh, Lord, since I was 21 years old. I'm 50 years old now. So you can do the math there. Still out and about over the road some. Not as much as what was, but still some hauling campers from time to time across this country, spreading the gospel the best we can. But as we was talking there a minute ago about Pure Gospel Radio, we are the uh, host of Pure Gospel Radio. We we started it. It's a 100% internet radio station. So you, anywhere you go in the country or out of the country or around the world, if you got internet access, you can listen to our station 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And if you want to write, jot down our website, you can. It's puregospelradio.net. Again, that is puregospelradio.net. Check us out there. If you want to listen to us on Alexa, you can do that. Uh, just say, Alexa, enable the Pure Gospel Radio skills, and then start listening to Pure Gospel Radio right there on Alexa. We're on Roku. We're on Facebook, but if you look for us on Facebook, that's Pure Gospel Media on Facebook. And uh, we're on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, and that's YouTube. That's Pure Gospel Radio 38997 on YouTube, if you want to find us there. You can download our app. Go to your Play Store. Search Pure Gospel. Don't add radio. Just search Pure Gospel. You can download our free app. Or if you have iHeartRadio, they have a free version. You can download their radio and listen to us in iHeartRadio as well. You just search inside there once you get in there. uh, Search for Pure Gospel Radio. But if you go to our website, all the instructions are on on our website on the homepage of what to do and where we're at. So take time to do that and check us out on our website address there. That's Pure Gospel Radio. Dot net. We also have a magazine. It's called Pure Gospel Magazine. And if you've got a business out there and you want to advertise with us, you just simply call us. I'll give you that number. You can call or you can call us anytime you need to at 706-510-7042. If you just need somebody to talk to, maybe you need a prayer or something, we'd be glad to do that with you as well. But uh Lord just laid it on our heart. We was praying one day and asking God, what should we be doing as a ministry? And somebody said to me, have you ever thought about starting a radio station? Or have you ever thought about doing radio as a ministry? And I thought, well, no, not really. I preached on the radio several times, had a broadcast on on an AM, FM radio station here local. But I never really thought about it. And I got to praying about it and researching it and then... The rest is history. Pure Gospel Radio was birthed, and we've been doing it since 2018, March of 2018, seeing a lot of souls saved, a lot of Christians to be encouraged, and that's what it's all about. Our motto here at Pure Gospel Radio is to spread the gospel one song and one scripture at a time. We can't, as the old saying is, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And we try our best to plant the seeds and let God do the increase. Amen? But 
that's basically how we got into the ministry of Pure Gospel Radio and magazine and stuff like that. But the main thing is is we want to spread the gospel. And that brings us to the message tonight. If you have the Word of God and can, turn over to John chapter 3, verse 16, the simple, simple message here. Uh, I know a lot of times we leave out the first verse, or verse 15 and verse 17, but the Bible says in verse 15, it says, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And verse 17 says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the day. We thank you for many blessings. We thank you, Lord, for an opportunity to break the bread of, work, the bread of life and open the Bible and preach the Word of God and, and break the Word. We pray, God, that you just help us, Lord. If there's someone listening here today uh, under the sound of our voice that don't know you, as their personal Savior. I pray, God, they come to know you before it's too late. God, if there's a Christian here that's been struggling, not wanting to know what they can do or what they should be doing, I pray, God, that they would just listen to that smallest story, and that's your love. And I pray, God, you just help us here today. We love you and thank you in Jesus' name. If I could title the message tonight, it would be The World's Greatest Story. And we see here in verses in verse 16 where we're going to take our text, we see for God, for God, for the world's greatest person, God is the, the greatest person in this world today. You say, well, I've never seen God. Well, if you look around, you can see God. Amen? Uh, I'm very thankful that uh, when I look around, I see what God created. And so through that, I see God, the greatest person that's on earth. Then we see so loved the world, the great the world's greatest passion. He loved us unconditionally, even though that we was in the gutter, even though that we was uh doing nothing for him or or everything we was doing was against him. And God still had great compassion and love toward us. That he gave his only begotten son then we see here that he gave his only begotten son, the world's greatest presentation. Have you ever thought about what a presentation that is? They say, well, you know, a lot of people will say, well, God was took and forced to put on the cross. No. No, he wasn't forced to put on that cross. He willingly laid down and stretched out his arms and his hands, and then the soldiers took the nails and pierced his hands and hammered those nails into his hands and his feet to where me and you wouldn't have to go to a devil's hell, where me and you wouldn't have to get uh, and go through what he went through. He came to this earth and took on everything that we take on it today to where he would know how we feel. The greatest passion, greatest presentation that is that God hung on the cross. Jesus hung on that cross where me and you wouldn't have to go to a place called hell. Amen? Then we see here that whatsoever, that whosoever, the world's greatest prospect, that whosoever is me and you and whoever's around tonight, 
The Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ain't you glad you're a whosoever? Tonight, if you're listening out there and you've never accepted Jesus Christ and you've never called upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ today, make today be that day. It's not his will that any should perish, but all come to repentance. It's his will, not his will that anybody have a hard time, but they all. He said over in, in one verse, I don't remember the uh, address of where it is in the Bible, but he said, take up your yoke with me and I'll make it easy. Hey, Christian out there today, the greatest, the greatest prospect uh, that whosoever, that whosoever can yoke up with Jesus and he'll make our lives so much easier. He never said it would be a better roses. No, 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 no. Don't go and say, Nathan said, if I'll take up with and follow Jesus every day of my life, that everything will be hunky-dory and a bed of roses. That ain't what it said. He also said over there that everybody that becomes a Christian will suffer persecution just like he did. But you know what? If we'll give it to him and we'll let him have it, when that persecution comes and them storms come and them heartaches come, you can say, I yoked up with Jesus, and he'll make that burden a lot easier tonight. Hey, the greatest prospect is that whosoever. Are you a whosoever out there tonight or today? I ask you the question, do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? If, if, if you was to drop dead right now, in the next second, would you go to heaven or would you go to hell? Hey, that's a, that's a powerful question. If there's any doubt whatsoever, you need to be on the phones and mean to be somewhere in an altar, getting things settled between you and Jesus, the one that died for you, the one that the only one that can save you, the only one that can do anything for you. I can pray for you. I can talk to you. I can lead you. I can give you scriptures. I can do it all. But I cannot live your life and be your God. But God can. He can be the God of the universe like he already is. He can be everywhere at one time, and be there to help us no matter what's going on. I'm so thankful that I was a whosoever one day. Then not only that, we see here, believe in him, the world's greatest plan. We're talking about tonight the world's greatest story. We see the greatest person, the greatest passion, the greatest presentation, the greatest prospect. But then we see the greatest plan. God had a plan, and that plan was to go to Calvary, walk up Golgotha, hang on a cross, and shed his blood for somebody so unworthy. <laughs> somebody so unworthy as me. As I said there a while ago, I was saved as a 14-year-old boy, but you know what? Since I got saved, I've done enough sin to send more folks to hell than anybody else. But I, I'm thankful that God is forgiving. I'm thankful that he had a plan for me. And that plan was I'll become a child of God and live for him. Not to just escape hell, but to be something that I can be for him. Tell the lost and dying world by radio, by phone, by sending out gospel tracts, by driving up and down the road in a truck 
and everywhere I come to, I've had more conversations and truck stops than than, than I can, can count on one hand about Jesus. And I'm so thankful. And I raise my hand and give God praise, honor, and glory the day that he had a plan for me. Ladies and gentlemen, he's got a plan for you tonight. That plan is for you to live for him. Be a light into a darkened world for him. Be a light out there on the road as you travel and haul that freight up and down the highway. Be a light unto Jesus. Hey, hey, just let God, just show the love that God. Tell everybody, if you don't have a story, tell them the greatest story in the world. And that's John 3.16. If you can talk, memorize this verse where you have something to talk about. Tell them about what God has done for you. Not only did we see that he had a plan, but should not perish the world's greatest promise. He promises us that he will not leave us nor forsake us. He'll be right there with you through thick and thin. He'll be right there with you when, uh, as the old saying says, when everything's falling apart, God is right there with us. Amen? He's right there with us. I'm thankful that he has a promise. He promised me that he would yoke up with me. He promised me to make my burdens lighter if I'll yoke up with him. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll yoke up with Jesus, when the worstest day you're having out there, if you'll just trust him, I'm thankful for Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct our paths. Amen. He will help us because he promises us he will. That's a hard word to say. But then we see here, but have eternal life, the world's greatest possession. I am so thankful that I have eternal life with Jesus. Hey, ladies and gentlemen out there today, as we've already asked, do you have that eternal life? Would you like that eternal life? He said uh, he, the, in, book, in the book of Romans, the, it says today is today, the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow, not yesterday, but today. We can't do nothing about tomorrow, uh, yesterday, and tomorrow never comes. We say we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Well, that tomorrow will never come because it's always of the day, today. It is today. Today is today of salvation. Today is today to make a pro- to make a decision. Am I going to follow God? Hey, maybe you've been out there and you've been saved. Maybe you just got away from God and backslid on God and it, it, and sort of laid down the cross. How about picking it back up? Being that light for Him. Let Him have your will and way. Let Him show you the way that you're supposed to go. Let Him work through you. I promise you, you'll shout every day if you'll let God work with you. Through you. Be that light in a darkened world. And, you know, I've got friends that's truck drivers that we sit in... in when I drive campers, a lot of times I get a hotel, and we'll sit in the hotel lobby. 
and uh, we'll talk about John three sixteen, or we'll talk about the Bible, and 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 a lot of them don't know nothing about Jesus, never heard of it, never don't even know what the Bible is. But I just try to be that light. They have a question, I try to answer it the best of my ability. If I, if, if you ask me something and I don't know it, I'm going to say, hey, hold on a minute. I got to get back to you that I don't want to tell you something that's not right. But be that light. Have that possession. Have that everlasting life that people can look at you. Did you know that a lot of times that we as Christians are the only Bible that people pick up and read? They look at you. They look how you handle things. They look how you walk. They look how you talk. They look how you, where you go and who you hang out with. Let them see that greatest possession, and that's eternal life in Jesus. Let them see Jesus through you. Let them see Jesus. Let them see the greatest story that's ever been told. John 3.16. Amen? I believe that's what God have us to do today. But before we get off here, I want to give you that opportunity to maybe call us, 706-510-7042. Maybe you need to talk to somebody. Maybe you need to make a decision as a lost person. Maybe you want to make that decision to be born again, be washed with the blood of Jesus Christ. Maybe you've been out there and you've decided you want to pick up the cross again. Call us. We'll be glad to help you and show you how we can. Call Brother Gary. Call the uh, Lonesome Road Ministry. They'll be glad to help you. They'll give you your, their phone number here shortly. And But hey, don't hesitate to make that decision. Don't hesitate to become part of the greatest story that's ever been told. I'm thankful June the 1st, 1987, on a Monday night in a storefront building, in a revival meeting, the preacher was preaching on the blood. God pierced my heart and let me become part of the greatest story that's ever been told. I'm thankful tonight that I'm born again and on my way to a place called heaven. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the day. Thank you for your many blessings. God, if there's one here that needs to make a decision, I pray, God, they would do so today. Today is that day they need to make the decision. Whether it be to be born again or whether it be to pick up the cross and keep going, Lord, I pray, God, they'd make that decision right here today. We love you and thank you for all that you've ever done for us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right. Thank you, Chaplain Nathan Hudgens. And yes, Lonesome Road Ministry, we want to hear from you too. So give us a call, 618-383-2107. Log on to our website, lonesomeroad.org. Email me, text me at my phone number, 618-383-2107. We will send you free CDs, Bibles, books to help you as you travel that old lonesome road. And if you give your heart to the Lord, then yes, we definitely want to hear from you. Give us a call. Let us help you with your walk with Christ. I was lonesome 
lost and afraid, traveling down sin's endless highway. I came to the crossroads of life with my burdens of pain and strife. From on my knees a miracle for me For now I can clearly see Jesus Christ, precious Lamb of Calvary Whose grace and mercy covered me that night, the storm of my life, lonely darkness haunting my soul, heart of stone, thought I was alone, yet he stood there right next to me. From on my knees a miracle for me For now I can clearly see Jesus Christ, precious Lamb of Calvary Whose grace and mercy covered me Lamb of Calvary Whose grace and mercy covered me Whose grace August 
12, 1995, a preacher by the name of Russ Beatles knocked on my door and he asked me if he could read a track to me. And he came in and read this track to me on a Saturday night, August 12, 1995, called Eternal Life. And after he left that night, the next day, I went searching for this man called Jesus that he kept talking about. And that day I met Jesus Christ, August 13th, 1995, and he saved me. And ever since that time, I've been fighting for Jesus, wanting to serve him. And I wrote a song, How I Met Jesus, and it's called At the Foot of the Tree. Without hope, 18 wheels of lonesome at the end of the road. In my hand was a track the preacher had read, his words still echoing in the back of my head. I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past. Then I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Brokenhearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Those 18 wheels are rolling that old lonesome road And I shared the good news Wherever I go Yes, there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be And I tell everybody What's happened to me How I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past but I called his name This chance Could it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Brokenhearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus Foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I 
I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree. when most people are asked what their favorite scripture is, a lot of people will say John 3.16. And you know, a lot of people that say that don't even understand what that verse is all about. You know, I got to admit, sometimes I don't even understand it. I heard this great story one time about this young boy that lived in a big city who was homeless. He lived in a cardboard box just around the corner from a newsstand. And the little boy was so cold one night. This was one of those winter nights where it was way below zero. And this little boy was so cold, he walked around the corner to the newsstand. And he said, Mister, you wouldn't happen to know where a poor boy could find a warm place to sleep tonight, would you? The guy looked down at the little boy and he said, You see that big white house on the corner down there? Walk down there and knock on the door. And when they answered the door... Just say, John 3.16, and they'll let you in. So the little boy took off down the street, walked up the steps to the house, and knocked on the door. And the lady answered the door, and he said, John 3.16. And the lady said, come on in, son. So she took him in, and she sat him down in this big rocking chair right in front of this huge fireplace. And she took off and left him sitting there and went to another room. He sat there for a little while and thought to himself, John 3.16, I don't understand it, but it sure makes a cold boy feel warm. And just a little while later, the lady came in and she said, are you hungry? And the little boy, he thought back to the last meal he had had was a half-eaten hamburger he had found in the dumpster out behind the newsstand. And he said, ma'am, I sure am hungry. Yes, ma'am. So she took him by the hand and led him into the kitchen. As he walked into the kitchen, he seen a table just full of food. All his favorite foods were there. And she sat him down and he ate and he ate and he ate and he ate. He ate so much that he couldn't eat anymore. And finally, he pushed back from the table and thought to himself, John 3.16, boy, I don't understand it but it sure makes a hungry boy feel full. The lady took him upstairs and opened the door and there was a huge bathtub full of steaming water. And she said, I bet you'd like to have a nice hot bath. The boy thought back and he he couldn't ever remember taking a bath. Only time he ever got to clean up was when he'd sneak into the gas station down by the newsstand when the attendant wasn't watching and he could clean up a little bit. She give him a towel and give him some pajamas to put on after he got done taking a bath and she left the room and the little boy he got undressed and got in that big old bathtub and he was soaking in that bathtub and he thought john 3:16, i don't understand it but it sure makes a dirty boy feel clean a little while later the lady came back in and knocked on the door and she said would you like a nice warm bed 
And he said, yes, ma'am, I sure would. So he got out and dried off and got dressed in them pajamas. And, and he came out into the hallway and the lady was waiting on him. And she took him down to another room. And in this room was a huge old feather bed. She pulled the covers back and he crawled into that bed and she tucked them covers up around his neck and kissed him on the head and said good night and turned out the lights. As he laid there in the darkness and looked out the window at the snow coming down on that cold, cold night, he thought to himself, John 3.16. I don't understand it, but it sure makes a tired boy feel rested. The next morning he woke up and he walked down to the kitchen. And the lady was in there just a cooking away, and she had all his favorite breakfast foods down there. Biscuits and gravy and eggs and ham and sausage. And he sat down and ate, and he ate, and he ate, and he ate, until he couldn't eat anymore. And he pushed back, and the lady said, let's go in and sit by the fireplace. So they went in, and he sat down in that big old rocking chair by the fire. She said, do you understand John 3.16? The young man said, no, ma'am, I don't. I, the first time I ever heard it was last night when the guy at the newsstand told me to walk down to this house and knock on the door, and when you answered, say, John 3.16. So the lady picked up a Bible off the mantle of the fireplace, opened it up to John 3.16. She began to explain to him the gospel message. Right there in front of that big old fireplace, he got on his knees with that lady, and he gave his heart to God. He sat there, and then he sat back down in the rocking chair, and he thought, John 3.16, I don't understand it, but it sure makes a lost boy feel safe. You know, drivers, I have to admit, I don't understand it either. I don't understand how God would be willing to send his son to die for me. I don't understand how his son would agree to do such a thing. I don't understand it either. I don't understand how my wife stood by me all those years that I was out there on the road drinking and doing drugs. I don't understand that kind of love that she would stay with me all those years. I don't understand how God came into my heart out there on the highway driving down the road at 65 mile an hour when I cried out to God and asked him to come into my life. I don't understand it, but I know it works. And I know it makes life worth living. You know, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Friends, we don't have to understand everything. All we have to do is accept God's love for us. It's because of John 3.16, it's because of the love of God, this radio network allows us to tell you about a God that loved you so much that he gave his son just for you. God wants to do something in your life this week, today, that's impossible, but you have to surrender totally to him. At the age of 43, I surrendered my life totally to him. Driving down the road. And you may be driving down the road right now. I didn't pull over. I didn't even think about pulling over. All I did was just say, Lord, 
I give my life totally to you. Come into my heart and save me. And he did. And when he did, he took that addiction of alcohol away from me. And it felt like the weight of the world came off my chest. And it felt like I was floating. And I floated on home. And I started trying to live the very best that I could for God. And I'm still trying. So, friends, all you got to do is pray a simple little prayer. It can be as simple as, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Lord, I want to do more. I want to be everything that you've called me to be. Take out my stony heart and give me a brand new heart. I will live for you from this day forward. In Jesus' name. My phone number is 618-383-2107. We want to hear from you drivers, so log on to our website, lonesomeroad.org. Give me a call, 618-383-2107, and I would be glad to help you, pray with you, send you some great CDs to help you as you travel that old lonesome road. serve you Lord I know the battle will be won my love for you is just as strong as the day that it begun I remember when you saved me and melted this heart of stone you promised to be with me I'll never walk alone When you smile upon me, Lord You turn my life around You wash my sins away Now I am heaven bound Now
love the Word of God. I love reading the Scripture, and I love it when the Scripture jumps out at you, and God really speaks to you as you read the Scriptures. And that's exactly what happened to me one day many years ago, back when I was still a driver. I was on my way up to uh, Galena, Illinois, and I looked over at my Bible, and it was open, and I seen this Scripture right here that said, how great are his signs, and how mighty is his wonders. And it just looked like it jumped up off the page, and God just started giving me words to write down, and I wrote a song called, How Great Are His Signs. And I just love it when God gives me something like that. He's given me uh, over a hundred different songs to write, and I started writing this song. And it's called, How Great Are His Signs. And I start with the chorus. And his, I wrote, His voice is so powerful, so full of majesty. <laughs> and I looked at that and I thought, wow, that's good. I need to say that again. So I wrote it down again. His voice is so powerful, so full of majesty. And then I wrote, How Great Are His Signs, His Mighty Voice Thunders. How Great Are His Signs. How mighty are his wonders. How great are his signs he's shown to me. And that's the day I got saved. God showed me signs that he was real and that he was listening to me. And he wanted a relationship with me if I would just cry out to him and surrender my life. Here's the first verse. I stand here in awe. I lift up my eyes. Lord, I hear your voice, my whole heart cries. Your Holy Spirit power flows into me. Your signs and wonders, I pray all will see. And that's what I've been doing ever since I got saved. I've been crying out. My whole heart is cries out to everybody I see. I want to tell everybody about his signs and wonders. And I pray that all will see what God can do in your life. The second verse goes, From on my knees, hands lifted high, I surrender, Lord, I surrender my life. I give you my heart, you paid for my soul. I feel your presence, Jesus, make me whole. And that was the day that I got saved. That was the words that I cried out. I surrender. I give you my life. I give you my heart. You paid for my soul. I feel your presence. I feel you coming into my soul. Jesus, you make me whole. And then the next verse, third verse. Through all my weakness, through all my strife, you gave to me the sign of my life. By grace am I saved. By your stripes I am healed. By your Holy Spirit promise, I have been sealed. Through all my weakness, man, I was so weak. I was a drug addict. I was an alcoholic. I was stumbling through life, looking for a cliff to fall off of. But that day that Jesus Christ gave me a sign out there on the highway, I was saved by his grace. And by his stripes, 
I was healed. I never took another drink or done any drugs after that day. He completely cleaned me up and healed me of all those desires that were in me. And I started living my life for him by his Holy Spirit promise. He sealed me that day to be his. And the last verse goes, your spirit fell down from above and gave me the sign of my life. That's the sign of love. The sign of love, how great are his signs. That is a song that I wrote and uh, I called my, my friend, Carlin Loker that day and told him I was excited. I told him about writing this song and I said, Carlin, I think I've actually written a contemporary song. I've never written a contemporary song before. I said, but I think with your help, I think we could turn this into a contemporary song. And so when I got home, we started working on that, and he put the music to it. It is a sort of a contemporary song. Carlin does a great job. He does praise and worship at the church, and he's always done a great job, and he's done a great job helping me write this song and putting it to music, and we've since had it demoed. So, drivers, I want to encourage you today, if you don't know Jesus Christ, then cry out to him and surrender your whole heart to him. His voice is so powerful, so full of majesty. His voice is so powerful, so full of majesty. His mighty voice thunders, how great are His signs, how mighty are His wonders, how great are His signs, He shows in me. I stand here in awe, I lift up my eyes, Lord I hear Your voice, my whole heart cries, Your Holy Spirit power into me your signs and wonders I pray all will see his voice is so powerful so full of majesty his voice is so powerful so full of majesty I surrender, Lord, I surrender my life. I give you my heart, you pay for my soul. I feel your presence, Jesus, make me whole. His voice is so powerful, so full of majesty. 
so powerful, so full of majesty. How great are his signs, his mighty voice thunders. How great are his signs, how mighty are his wonders. How great are his signs, he's shown to The sign of my life By grace am I saved By your stripes I am healed By your Holy Spirit promise I have been sealed His voice is so powerful So full of majesty His voice is so powerful majesty how great are his signs his mighty voice thunders how great are his signs how mighty are his wonders how great are his signs he's shown to me your spirit fell down from above my life that's the sign of We hope you've enjoyed today's program and we want to thank you for letting us ride along with you. And if you would like to get some more of our programming, you can log on to lonesomeroad.org, go to the Ways to Listen page and uh, Broadcast from the Past, and you can download and listen on your phone or Bluetooth it into your vehicles from our webpage. Hey, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, and remember, God loves you, and we here at Lonesome Road Ministry, hey, we love you too. We'll talk at you later.
my home for some time Cell phones keep me from losing my mind Lord beside me, he's leading the way Praying I'll be home today Take me home Back where I belong He's taking me Taking me home